friends, and welcome to another episode of Pickles and Vodka, the mental health podcast where imperfect people have imperfect conversations, except today it will just be me having the conversation with myself, you guys, I don't really know. Um, <laughs> my name is Christina, and I am your host for today and for all the other episodes. I decided that I'm just going to do this in one take. I'm so tired of like trying to record the intros and like starting and stopping and starting and stopping because they're not perfect. Like I need to start practicing what I preach, you know? Um, so yeah, I just got back from a walk. I'm pretty tired. Um, and there's a lot of reasons why. I mean, I'm moving in two weeks. Um, I'm, I'm in the process of packing up my studio I took apart my loft bed a couple days ago and that's kind of when it hit me that this is happening. Like I'm really moving in a matter of days and um, I'm very excited. I I can't wait to see my sister. She's going to fly in from Alaska and help me. Um, We're going to pack up the cats and my art and my books and my clothes and everything else will be donated or sold. And then we're just going to drive across the country in two days. And we will no doubt record some episodes on the road. But um, if you're new here, I don't normally do episodes by myself. I usually am interviewing a guest. And I am I am working on an episode that was going to come out today with a lovely guest. But uh, my birthday was yesterday. I turned 29. Cue air horn. <laughs> Sorry, the episode last week with my ex really got me addicted to the air horns. So, um, sorry, not sorry, I should say. Um, but anyway, yeah, yesterday was my birthday and I've just been thinking a lot about the last year and about the upcoming year. Um, I'm t- I turned 29, uh, last year of my 20s, which uh, it's kind of a weird year because you're not 30 yet. It- it's like not the death of your 20s, but like uh, the retirement of your 20s. I feel like kind of this pressure to get everything together before I turn 30. Like this is the last year I have to accomplish all my goals. And I am starting it off on a right note. Like, um, well, okay, I need to slow down. I, I wanted to do this solo episode to kind of give you all an idea of some of the thoughts some of the things I've been thinking about lately, um, it, it, it's been a lot and I wanted to be honest with you all and also just be honest with myself. It's been really hard. Uh, so today I got up early, I took a shower, I cleaned, I did some, uh, recovery work. Um, Jacqueline of the Binge Bakers podcast, she was just so gracious. She gave me um, access to her online course. She does She does an online bulimia recovery course, uh, which I highly, highly recommend. Go check her out at bingebreakers.com. I think that's it. Um, she was on two episodes ago, so all the links are there. But anyway, I've been working through the modules in her recovery course. And the first module is called commitment. And basically, like, you're urged to ask yourself, like, am I committed to recovery? 
And that was really hard for me because honestly, like, I don't know if I am. For all the work I've done, for all the talk I do, for all the time I've spent in treatment, I still don't know if I'm committed to recovery. And that's just me being honest. Uh, I, I want to want to recover. I want to be free of these thoughts of food every second of every day. I want to stop worrying about my body and stop treating myself like a garbage disposal and stop spending my hard-earned money on uh, like stuff that it just gets puked back up like it's so it's I'm so fucking tired of it I'm so tired of it and I say that now but the reason I was telling you about my day earlier is that um, I had a great day I went hiking with some friends got a lot done and then I came home with the intention of making this recording, but I found myself going to the grocery store and I was really hungry because I hadn't really eaten enough that day. And it, it's like someone flipped a switch. Like if, you, if you're bulimic or if you're an addict, you know the feeling. It's like you almost don't have control over yourself. I went to the grocery store and I bought cookies and ice cream and, you know, some apples and some spinach to make it look like I wasn't just getting all junk. Uh, that, that's a thing that people with eating disorders do, by the way. We always, <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't be saying this because now people are going to notice, but um, we're constantly feeling like we're being scrutinized at the grocery store. Uh, at least I do. And so, you know, whenever I go buy binge food, I always have the urge to, you know, balance it out with healthy things. I've even told people before that I'm having a party or like I'm buying snacks for my kids. I've literally said that to people and no one cares. It's so fucking dumb. But anyway, today I went and got the binge food, came home, immediately just binged and purged it like an hour ago. And I didn't want to make this recording I really didn't. I was like, this is stupid. I'm a fraud. I, I don't, who am I to be talking about this stuff? I'm still struggling. Like, and, you know, my birthday, um, I'll, I guess I'll talk about my birthday. I don't really like it. Um, two years ago, I had, I was going to uh, kill myself on my birthday. And um, luckily, I had an amazing therapist who got me into detox for my alcohol abuse and got me through that. Um, my early sobriety was very difficult, but um, I'm in a much better place now. I don't want to die. Um, suicide isn't really an option, but I do. I mean, I do think about it, but it's not something that I consider doing anymore. But um, but yeah, birthdays kind of remind me of that, and and also. I just, I've spent the last two birthdays alone. I really don't like making a big fuss over myself, um, despite the fact that I have a podcast and I talk to everyone online. (laughs) I I just don't, I don't like being the center of attention, but um, I figured, you know, this is the last chance I have to get some people together that I enjoy and um, just let myself be loved and appreciated. Like, when do I ever do that? I feel like being loved is something that I have to earn. Um, And I was talking to my brother about it today, just now, actually. And he was like, Christina, you know you don't need to earn that, right? It's a basic human right. I I was telling him how I wanted to come home and record. And only then, only if I did this, I would allow myself to go out and get food for dinner. 
he was like, Christina, that's a basic human right. Like, even if you don't do anything, you still deserve to eat. <laughs> Hot take, everyone. You deserve to eat. <sighs> yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of in a fog right now. Like after purging, I always get really dehydrated and exhausted. Uh, I have my seltzer right here. I'm just sitting down and having an honest conversation with you all. Um, it, it's very helpful for me and hopefully helpful to you too. Um, I've recently been publishing some of my audio journals to the Instagram uh, every Wednesday. It's a new tradition for this podcast. I post a brief audio journal on the Pickles and Vodka Instagram page and the responses have been mostly good. It's it's a very, like, I have hundreds of these recordings on my phone. Like this is my primary source of processing. And when I record them, I didn't don't mean for them to be shared, but I just, I'm constantly looking for new ways to be vulnerable. And I'm just tired of hiding, you know? I, I just don't really care anymore about people like finding out I'm fucked up because guess what? We're all fucked up. Um, that's a whole other podcast episode. But yeah, the the responses to the audio journals have been pretty good. Uh, some people have reached out to me in concern and I just tell them, you know, I, wa- I want to tell you guys that I'm okay, but I'm not. But also I'm not in danger, but also I, I am. It's just, it's really hard to respond to people who just want to help me but the most helpful thing for me is to get that out there and be heard and to have people reach out and say that they can relate like that helps me so much um but back to my birthday (laughs) it was beautiful um my best friend Bianca who I met in Austin in 2014 I moved into her house that I found on Craigslist and um she and her boyfriend, Woody, uh, were visiting from Portland. They drove all the way to have a picnic with me on the beach. And I invited uh, my ex, Andrew, who was on the last episode, and he brought his new girlfriend. And she's absolutely lovely. Um, it was just re- a really nice time. And then my friend Monet came from my old job. And another friend that I met in New York like, just swung by at the last minute and to say hi. And it was just so lovely. And my heart was so full and at the same time there there's always this undercurrent whenever i'm i'm having a good time any any time any place anywhere there's always the thought underneath that oh this won't last or you know what are you going to do when you get home like i i I tell my brother all the time that i self-sabotage um it's like when i was drinking like, if you're an alcoholic, you don't need an excuse to drink. Like, if you get bad news, oh, better drink. If you get good news, better drink. If you're bored, drink. It's the same with eating disorders, at least for me. Um, if I have a bad day, binge and purge. If I have a good day, binge and purge. And so I had a really good day with my friends, and uh, I still went home and binged and purged on my birthday. I'll be honest with you. And one thing I've been noticing is that after 15 years of having bulimia, the, the, the physical symptoms that you hear so much about, like the heart problems and the digestive problems and the 
the hair falling out and the, the teeth getting eroded, all that fun stuff. None of that really happened to me until this year. And I've talked to other people who are bulimic and they, they said similar things have happened to them where they, they scooted by for like a year with no, no problems and that, or, you know, years with no problems. And all of a sudden everything hit them at once. And I am definitely feeling it because today, you know, I did a hike with my friends that should have been easy, but I was just so winded and I, I find myself just needing to take breaks while walking. And I never had to do that before. And like... I have all this stuff with my teeth and my like there's there's all this stuff um it's kind of scary because I don't want to die you know I don't want I was um filling out one of Jacqueline's bulimia recovery worksheets and I think she posed the question why are you willing to commit to recovery and the first thing I wrote was I don't want to die on the bathroom floor actually let me pull it up um, I wrote a few things. Okay, so the question is, why do you want to commit to recovery? And I wrote, giving up bulimia is the only way I can have the life I want. When I die, I don't want it to be on the bathroom floor. I want to look back and not regret that I wasted opportunities because of my eating disorder. I'm so tired of meeting incredible people and then letting bulimia get in the way of our relationship. It's not fair to me or them. I deserve more from this life than what bulimia has to offer. I mean... Yeah, I'm so tired of it. But at the same time, it's like an abusive boyfriend that I keep returning to. I've said this. It's a common metaphor because it, it really does just seize hold of you. It, it feels like a relationship. Um, I didn't mean for this whole episode to be about bulimia, but guess what? My life is mostly bulimia right now. I have to deal with it every day. So I'm talking about it here. I, I don't want people to worry but I'm struggling to find out how to ask for help. Like, I don't know really what I need right now from people. Like, my friend was asking me, like, how can I help? Like, I just want to help. And I don't know. Honestly, just doing that very thing, asking how can I help is so valid. And um, just listening, just positioning yourself in my life so you're available, like, if I know that you're available, then the it's more likely that I will ask for help. It's very, very hard for me to do, but um, yeah, it, it's it just it's just weird. I had a whole list of things I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Speaking of the grocery store, I was going to talk about a revelation I had at the grocery store that it was kind of negated because I <laughs> ended up buying binge food today but yesterday I was going to the grocery store and I was just thinking uh, I just get seized with dread when I go there and I was trying to reframe it in my mind like there's been so many times where I've been with people I love that were visiting me from out of town or maybe their neighbors or whatever but there's been so many times where I've gone to the grocery store with people I love and it's been a pleasant memory and so I was trying to walk through Safeway and just imagine all the times I've brought people there and shopped for dishes we were going to make or birthday preparations. Like I, I've had some fun times in Safeway with other people. And I'm, I'm trying to think of that. Um, I was going to do the whole <laughs> intro about that, but you know, then I went and fucked up, but it's okay. It's okay to fuck up. 
it's okay to be struggling. Even if you've been doing really well and everything good is going for you and then you still slip, like that's literally what I'm dealing with right now. I feel like so many good things are happening um, and I'm just still messing up and I don't have an excuse. But like, why do I need an excuse, you know? Like, who do I owe an explanation? I think I worry too much about what other people think. I mean, everyone does, but I need to worry more about what I think. (laughs) Like, I need to respect myself. If I don't respect myself, then what's the good of all this work, you know? If I don't value myself, then all of this will be have been pointless. And... uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just really tired. I'm moving in two weeks, like I said, and um, I think after next week's episode, I will be taking a few weeks off from the podcast as I move. I do plan um, on recording with my sister as we travel, and I also have a few interviews lined up uh, in August that I'm really excited to do. (laughs) Actually, funny story I was um supposed to have oh my god my stomach is growling that's so embarrassing uh I told myself I can go get Thai food after this because um my friend is working at the restaurant and this sounds really good right now and I just need to eat something to keep it down um oh yeah so I was on a podcast called well that fucked me up And it's just like it sounds. It's just two guys interviewing people about stuff that fucked them up. Um, So I was supposed to have them on my podcast a few days ago. And I forgot about the Zoom call. I rushed back to my apartment. I texted him. And it turns out he forgot to. (laughs) So we we rescheduled it. I just thought that was really cute and funny. And you guys should hear that. um, Should hear about it. See, none of us are perfect, you know, even those of us who have mental health podcasts. (laughs) Okay, especially those of us who have mental health podcasts. I guess I'll leave you with my commitment for the next few weeks. Um, I just wanted to put it out here for accountability, just for myself. I mean, I, I do largely make this podcast for myself. I love talking to other people obviously and hearing their stories but in the end you know I started this podcast because I needed an outlet and it it continues to be very helpful to me and um, I'm really grateful for this space where I can talk about this kind of thing and have people listen so thank you but anyway I've been thinking a lot about what my strategy will be when I go home to Virginia This whole time I've been telling people that the reason I'm going is to recover. The reason I'm going is to recover, 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 recover. And it's a lot of pressure that I've put on myself. Like, what does recovery even mean? I don't know, you know? I I feel like I've already set it up for myself so that if I make one mistake, then I will throw it all out the window because that's what I do. I'm a very black and white thinker. Um, I noticed also that I say like 100% a lot. Like, my brother was like, oh, your, your bulimia, it's, it's a habit. I was like, oh, 100%. But, like, when you know when you, you 
listen to your own voice all the time. You start noticing phrases that you say a lot. And I say 100% a lot, I've noticed. Um, and that's another way that I practice black and white thinking without realizing it. It's like nothing is 100% anything. Like my bulimia isn't 100% a habit. There's also a mental stuff that goes on. But yeah, I, I just thought that was really interesting. But um, <sighs> when I go back to Virginia, I'm going to need a plan. Oh my God, I'll hold the microphone up for my stomach. Maybe it'll do it again. <laughs> Watch me lose all my listeners for this episode. But um, I don't know. I'm gonna. How how do you all ask for help? How do you ask for help and also respect people's boundaries? Like, I I, I need your advice. I need tips. What does asking for help look like for you? Who do you ask for help? Send me send me an email or slide into my DMs. So let's talk about it because that's actually something that really fascinates me and something I'm I'm bad at and I would like to know more about it. I would like to get better at it. Um, maybe do an episode about it in the future. So if you have any tips or if you're just struggling also with getting help, let me know. We can shoot the shit. Um, I am getting more hungry by the minute, so I'm gonna leave uh, next week. We will be back to the regular scheduled program. I have a great interview for you to listen to. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to to drop in and just get real with you all for a moment. It's, It's really, it's been hard. It's been hard. Thank you so much for just listening and commenting and liking things. Like you all, like I said before, it blows my mind that this little project of mine has reached so many people and that I'm just so grateful for it. And I think that's the the overwhelming feeling that I want to leave this little mini-sode with is gratitude. I am so grateful for the people in my life. I'm so grateful that I, I've experienced all these beautiful things in Seattle. I mean, Seattle's been hard for me, but I, I've been so, I hate the word blessed, but honestly... I feel so blessed to have the people that I do in my life and Seattle's a beautiful place. I get to see mountains and water everywhere. I just, I'm very privileged to be here and to have the healthcare access that I have and to be able to move closer to my family. Um, It's just all coming together really beautifully and I'm trying to focus more on the positives because there's a lot to focus on. I'll leave you with that. I love you all. And uh, if you haven't already, follow me on Instagram at Pickles and Vodka Podcast. Uh, send me a DM if you have any tips on how to ask for help. Anything that's worked with your recovery. It doesn't have to be eating disorders. It can be anything. Just um, uh, Especially when it comes to asking for help from a family. Uh, send, me, send me your tips for that because I'm going to need them. <laughs> all right. Uh, I will see you all next Monday. Stay safe. And remember, it's okay to fuck up. Bye for now.